The Angie's List you know and trust is now Angie, and we're so much more than just a list. We still connect you with top local pros and show you ratings and reviews, but now we also let you compare upfront prices on hundreds of projects and book a service instantly. We can even handle the rest of your project from start to finish. So remember, Angie's List is now Angie, and we're here to get your job done right. Get started at Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I, or download the app today. Boys and girls, this is the Undisputed Era. Adam Cole, Kylo Riley, Roderick Strong, and you're listening to Going In Raw, baby. This is the glorious one, Bobby Roode, and you're watching Going In Raw. What's up, it's your girl, Sasha Banks, Legit Boston, and you are watching Going In Raw. You like that? Hey, friend Steve here. And Larson. And welcome back to Going In Raw, the only pro wrestling podcast you need to be listening to right here at youtube.com forward slash Stephen Larson. And available wherever podcasts can be found. Be sure to hit that subscribe button. We'll notify bell next to it. Leave us a rating, review, or comment on the audio side of things. And, of course, we're on the Patreon. If you want to help support Going In Raw, uh, starting from $1, uh, you get the show ad-free. You get a shout-out here on the show. All the way up, we got a bunch of tiers of rewards, mm-hmm. uh, including the $20 uh, tier, which you get a, a the Friendo Care Package. You get a comic book, stickers, a double-sided poster. You get to put your questions on Matt Chat. You get your face out there in the Friendoverse. Yeah. And then at the $50 mark, you get a Fancy Pants t-shirt and everything else. Everything else. On the Patreon. At $200,000, if maybe you're some sort of rich son of an oil magnet or, or daughter of an oil magnate, and, and you're huge on going in raw, and you have an extra $200,000 to kick around. Oh, yeah. Just give it to charity. But if you don't want to do that, we give could, it to us. Give it, we're a couple Steve, of charity cases. And then I'll give it, we'll give it to charity. <laughs> exactly. I think that's great. Yeah, I think it'd be great. Anyways, yeah, you want to see, we'll do a special short film where Larson two sweets me. And then there every episode go. of going in raw, he two sweets me. Hold on. And we say your name. No, no, we no. Gotta, no. Look, man, nobody's bid on that thing so far. Yeah, it's not going to happen because it's not a good investment. No, it'd be great. It's you know. Here's the thing. Get, hey, listen, hold on. The two hundred thousand dollars buys a friend of verse one two sweet meat too sweet. From oh no, Larson man, no. Yeah, I'm gonna change that. No, it's, you don't dictate perpetual. the terms. This is me violating my principles. Just so, listen. No. You have no principles. Just listen. Well, that's Just definitely listen. not true. Listen to me. Just shut up and listen. I'm listening. How about this? Three hundred thousand dollars, and this is what they get every episode. G- give me, give me, give me a name of a of an oil magnate's son. Like, am I the oil magnate aficionado here? I have no idea what you're... T- Improvise, what? you dumb bastard. Oh, uh, 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 Bentley <laughs> L. Ewing. There you go. <laughs> Bentley Ewing. And we'll too sweet. The we'll third. say, this too sweet is brought to you by Bentley L. Ewing the third. Once. No, every, like, once a week? No. <laughs> For a year? No. 52 too sweets, man. No. All right. It's, well. that, gets, that gets the 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 bitter one too sweet. I tried. I tried. I'm trying to make the dollar and cent in this business, and, and you, you. Hey, man, some things come before money. Yeah. Anyways. Uh, so <laughs> what if what if John reached out to us and said, hey, guys, we have an offer, but uh, here's the deal. It's $300,000. Larson, you have to two sweet once a week for 52 weeks. You wouldn't even consider it? Like, shoot, would you consider it? You'd uh, totally consider it. I would, I would, I would, take, I would uh, offer a counter. What would your counter be? How two sweet ones. Oh, I'd be mad. I'd be so mad. You're robbing me of $150,000. What well, you're robbing me of my pride, my oh, dignity. Oh, my goodness. Making me do that. That went out the window basis. a long time ago when you started a wrestling podcast with me. Anyways. Well, by the day I became friends with you. Uh, speaking of. Wow. Wow. Uh, speaking of. <laughs> speaking of. Uh, <clears throat> uh, 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 no dignity. Uh, oh, you were talking about Raw last night? Yeah, I was talking about Raw last night. It wasn't bad. It was just dull. I just feel like one of the, it was one of those episodes. I don't know. I was in a good mood last night because me and Lacey successfully fixed our toilet leak. Didn't oh, you're related. Didn't have to call some dude yeah, to come out and be condescending to me. Oh, wow. You got all sorts of stuff. Your house is about to collapse. Nah, dude. You know, just, never, I, if, if that's concerning yours with your plumber, l- let me know. I have a plumber who's really good who is very very nice. Uh, I, I think their rates are reasonable. Yeah. They have zero complaints about their work. Who is it? It's a company called Iverson. Oh, that's who I was going to go with. Oh, yeah. Go with I was going to go with them la- like two weeks ago. My yeah, water good. heater had a leak. And I uh, I was gonna ca- I called them, and they didn't get back to me for like 20 minutes. And in the meantime, I found a, oh. de- a deep cut on Yelp who got like really good reviews, but he's like a smaller operation. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 
and uh, yeah, he came out. He was fine. He was totally cool. He was actually totally cool. I'm just, I just have this thing. It's like dentists also. I don't want to deal with dentists. Oh, you haven't been in here forever. Yeah, no kidding. That's why I'm here. Yeah. Like, let's celebrate that. Yeah. Let's celebrate them feeling getting off my ass. Yeah. So we fixed it ourselves. Uh, it took a little longer than a plumber would have, but uh, there's no leaking at the bottom of my toilet that's now. Good. So that's awesome. So I was in a good mood. So maybe that explains why I like Raw, because a lot of you didn't. And in fact, on the community poll, it doesn't necessarily re- reflect uh, negativity like, like wholesale. I don't, I don't think it was it was awful. It just just not a whole lot happened. Uh, let's see here. The community poll says it was a, a spinning of the wheels episode. So somewhere in between got forty two percent of the vote. This is with two twenty two hundred votes. Forty two percent were somewhere in between. This is the community poll on our YouTube channel. You can find it there under the community tab. Uh, the nays kicked in with a whole 20%. That is up. That is up quite a bit. Big time. Quite a bit. Yays only gave it 9%. Uh, Don't plan to watch 18% and plan to watch later 10%. I am kind of, yeah. It was a middle-of-the-road episode. It was definitely a middle-of-the-road episode. I feel like there was some entertaining stuff, but there I feel is. you. No, not, not a lot, not not a a lot, lot happened. happened. I mean, it's, it just felt like there wasn't, like, the, 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 the top development of the show arguably, maybe not even arguably, was we found out who Kurt Angle's WrestleMania opponent is as of now, and that was instantly crapped on by the entirety of the WWE Universe, even though I honestly kind of like it. Hey, that uh, that Chicago crowd, I don't. I'm, I'm I know. so not into that. I know. I am so not into that. <clears throat> that Chicago crowd was pretty good. It wasn't bad. And you could literally hear them. You could hear their... Just oh, there's a disappointment. Yeah. There was, it was a groan. It was a noticeable. I've never heard a groan. Like a Borg-esque groan. Kind of liked it. Oh. That's <laughs> that, heat. That, Corbin's got heat. Yeah. Oh, who's going to win that match? Uh, I don't know. Oh, Kurt is. If it actually happens, it's Kurt. Yeah, you think so? Yeah. Yeah. How many good... Since somebody's got to lose, man. Some people have got to lose out there. How about Braun? Getting into that under the giant battle, I was—I literally started laughing out yeah, loud. I know. Well, his his rationale is like, "You've made me so angry. I'm going to be in the battle royal so I can beat up a lot of people." Oh, how the mighty have fallen! Oof. But were they really ever on top? Oof. Yeah. Immediately, he's in the big show. I mean, it's too. another it's another strong showing for Drew McIntyre. Even though during his promo before his match with Seth, which was very good, there is one line. I don't remember exactly what it was, but it was supposed to have some oomph to it. Went over like a wet fart. I don't remember that. Got, no, I didn't go over like a wet fart. Just got no response. I feel oh, like okay. by that point, the crowd was kind of exhausted. Uh, wait, when was this? Right before the main event. Oh, yeah. I didn't see a need for all that stuff. I Not didn't terribly, see, no. I didn't see a need for any of that. They just should have gone to the match. Because the match, Drew Drew walked out at the 30 mark. At I think that is the issue is that they were running short. And 15 minutes later, they started the match. Mm-hmm. They must have been running short. So that was weird. So Drew, go out there and kill some time, which he did well. It was an effective promo. It was unnecessary, but it was effective. Um, I could watch Dana Brooke promos all day long. <laughs> Those are hilarious. That's got to be nerve-wracking, standing there in Gorilla with Vince staring at you trying to do a promo. I know. She try- You know what, man? She, you could. The, the thing about Dana Brooke, she does get A for effort. Mm-hmm. She tries her little heart out. Mm-hmm. It's just promos aren't meant for everybody. Mm-hmm. And yeah, being there, Gorilla, Vince just breathing on you. Mm-hmm. <sighs> you know, and she's like, this is the road to WrestleMania. And I'm going to do it now. <laughs> it sounds like, do we ever have a name for that character that you used to do back in 10 for the win? Hi. Hi. Oh, yours was Bill Coyote, I think. <laughs> I think it had two names, but I think it ended up being Bill Coyote. Hi. Hi, <laughs> Hi I'm going to go beat up Dana Brooke. I'm going to go beat up Ronda Rousey now because I'm on the road to WrestleMania. Thanks, PC. <laughs> So she tries her little heart out, and uh, she got one bit of offense in, which yeah, was a slap. Kind of, oh, a slap, yeah. No, it was a squash match. I'm, I'm on totally, the, That was a totally yeah. squash match. She got a slap in. Yeah. I liked, I really liked the Ronda stuff. Uh, I really liked it because it makes me mad. I'm like, oh, ooh, and you're bringing your husband in on this? Nobody likes that. Yeah, I hope, I hope there's just kind of like a one-time appearance from him. Because, oh, I'm sure it will be. Because I don't want to over... This storyline is convoluted enough. We don't need any more ingredients in it to, to make it any more convoluted. Yeah, no, I agree. I don't think he's going to show... Yeah, I don't think he's... I think that they're... Yeah. Look at him peeping through right here on my screen. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I don't know. We did. We got a little bit of... I think Finn's definitely going to be doing the Lashley thing now. Oh, yeah. 
Um, and we got a Kurt Angle. That's what I kind of appreciate about this Kurt Angle farewell tour thing is that uh, I would think next week we're definitely going to get Shelton, right? We're going to get Shelton between I hope here so. and Mania. I hope we get Shelton next week. I'm guessing next week we're going to get Braun versus, or sorry, Baron versus Chad Gable. Um, and then Chad Gable will win because this week it was Baron versus Apollo Crews who faced oh, Kurt Angle yeah. last week. Yeah, that's a good point. <clears throat> Because yeah. Justin Labar said on Twitter that he, I don't know if he has a source or is this his intuition that this Kurt Baron match isn't going to happen. Based off of the response or based off of that was the original plan? I don't know. Oh, okay. He just had a couple, like three or four tweets about it saying it's not going to ha- This isn't going to be the main match. They're doing this to get the, the crowd reaction. Crowd will dump all over Baron. And in the end, the match will get changed to something else that people will actually be happy about. It is kind of interesting that Cena's not there. Cena, there's there's zero Yet. build for anything Cena. I know, and we're close. Or Undertaker, for that matter. Even we though I guess close. you could see in the Elias stuff, maybe, but that could be Cena too. Elias is going to get beat down by some legend at WrestleMania. Yeah, you're probably right about that. Uh, anyways, I'll start with the top. Show kicked off with Brock Lesnar, Paul Heyman doing the promo thing. Pretty typical Paul Heyman promo. I didn't write we have any to we have to bring up the, notes about it because the nipple less Batista picture too. Yeah, why, where did where does nipples go? That was weird, man. I noticed that when they first uh, showed that graphic. Me too. I was looking at it. It's like, where's his nipples? I think I paused it. I was like, what the hell? And obviously, Triple H's body's all weird from like years ago. Yeah. It's so weird. Do you see that Once Upon a Time in Hollywood poster? Once Why'd they put Brad Pitt's head on a different body? The new Tarantino movie. No, I haven't seen it. Check out the poster. It's horrendous. All right. Because you know the movie's about, right? It's Manson, right? Yeah. I mean, there, there's... In no way is this poster indicative of what the movie is actually about. Who's playing Manson? I don't know. <clears throat> oh, wait, no. Isn't the guy playing Manson the same guy who played him in on something else? It's something weird like that. Uh, let's see here. But the poster's horrible. It's the most generic Photoshop crap poster possible. Yeah. Anyways, look it up. What is it called? Once, Once Upon a Time in Hollywood, I think. There we go. Uh... Oh, here we go. That? Yeah. That's the actual <laughs> poster. Uh, uh, on Brad Pitt's head. That is not his body. That is really weird. That is not his body. Yeah, you're right. That's a Photoshop. And a bad one at that. What else do you need, though? You got you got Brad Pitt. You got Leo DiCaprio. You don't need nothing people, else. That's, that's people are going to have no right idea there. what the movie is actually going to be Oh, that's about. a good looking. That's a fake also. That looks like the... Uh, yeah, okay. Anyway. That's like the Lee Harvey Oswald picture. It does, yeah. yeah that's I what know. I was going to say. I know. Anyways, uh, Brock and Paul Heyman came out. Another typical Paul Heyman promo. Uh, he does put over Drew McIntyre. So Drew walks down and says, finally, getting the respect I deserve here in this company. Yeah. Um, and he tells Paul, you should find Brock Lesnar a new WrestleMania opponent because tonight I'm going to destroy Seth like I destroyed Roman and Dean. Seth isn't going to make it. Mm-hmm. Seen, uh, Seth runs out, destroys Drew with a chair. From behind, it was it was a it was destroyed. Yeah, it was. Yeah, bad. That, that chair was mauled and there mangled. Was the, the, there was a secondary shot that a fan took on phone that was not making the rounds on Twitter. Oh, the cameraman, yeah, because the cameraman was doing funny stuff. Well, he's just following the chair. But if you just if you look at the chair, it just looks funny. If you look at the actual chair shots, man, oh they man. were rough. They were pretty rough. I mean, that chair was messed up by the end. Also, did you see the look on Brock's face after the? The chair assault was over. Yeah. That was pretty great. He likes seeing destruction also. Well, it was kind of like, oh, that's pr- it's pretty entertaining, but oh, I hope he doesn't do that to me. <laughs> yeah. It was both those things. Yeah. He's, it was, I think it was this. <laughs> kind of. Half smile, half concern. Uh, yeah. It was pretty great. Sometimes Brock can do uh, some good acting. Yeah. I think I think Brock Brock enjoys when he's going to have something fun to do. And mm-hmm. He's going to get a massive payday. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, the show in the ring kicked off with a tag match. Finn Balor and mystery partner taking on Bob Lashley and Leo Rush. Uh, Finn had a promo. He was interrupted by Leo and Bob Lashley. Leo Rush had a promo. Um, and it was uh, un- uh, Finn's partner was unveiled. And it was Braun, Braun Strowman. Not a surprise in the least. This was a fun match, though. Yeah. I really love the stuff with Braun and Leo. I really think that could have been a Mania match right there. That could be a real, like maybe a year from now, if 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 Leo Rush, if they haven't turned face or whatever. Mm. I could see it like a real, like that's a David Goliath thing. Like yeah, Seth, totally. You know, Finn and, and Brock, that's not really David. Like this is a David Goliath yeah. thing, you know? Yeah. That could be so much fun. <clears throat> 
much more fun maybe, than just uh, seeing those guys actually, in the Andre no, never the mind. I was going to say, maybe Leo will be in the Battle Royal, but I doubt it. If Bob Lashley has He'll probably be at Bob Lashley's side, yeah. Mm-hmm. But we did get clarification on this. I mean, it's kind of obvious that Finn, I mean, Undertaker's not the, I like you just bullet point. I didn't mean stuff. to do that at all. Um, I mean, it's obvious that we're not going to get Demon Balor versus Undertaker at this point. Yeah, probably not. Um, I mean, I suppose it's possible he can bust out the Demon for Bob Lashley to guarantee the W. Yeah. But again, how many happy moments can we have at Mania? Somebody's got to lose. Yeah, you can't have all happy moments. Somebody's got to lose. It doesn't work that way. Doesn't work that way. Anyway. But this is a fun match. Yeah, though. it was fun. Braun throwing Leo around a lot. That was cool. that uh, Lashley spear on Braun when Braun had Leo up in power slam position was pretty cool. That was pretty cool. Even I think I probably even would have preferred Lashley versus Braun and then have Finn do something cooler. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like that could be neat. Couple of powerhouses. Um, after that pa- that spear, Leo hits final hour on Braun. Braun kicks out. Um, and then uh, Bob Lashley's taken out of the equation, so that uh, Braun just goes. The town on Leo Rush beals him, hits him with a choke slam. Um, and while he's doing that, Lashley says, I'm out of here. Starts walking up the ramp. That's pretty messed up. It is. And then Braun gets the win, <clears throat> pinning Leo after a power slam. Yeah. But yeah, it was fun stuff. I should kind of enjoy how they're doing this Finn Lashley story for the most part. I don't mind it. Uh, I think it's been relatively effective. Yeah. I'm kind of, I don't know. Like, when you've seen two guys fight so many times, do you really need to see them fight again at Mania? Like, I don't know. It, sometimes it works, sometimes it doesn't. Yeah. I just <clears throat> kind of over it. Next, we had uh, Ronda Rousey and her husband, Travis Brown, show up in the arena. Uh, John Cohn goes up to him and says, You're late. And he you're, says, You're late. You're going to get fined unspecified amount money. And, hey. Hey. hey, and then she starts like walking away from him. Well, hey, he's, he's, yeah, you're back yeah. here. I got security too. And she just goes, uh. He's like, I'm a ref. I'm not supposed to be reading lines right now. Hmm. And that's all she says and walks yeah. off. Hmm. Mm. Uh. Eh. Mm. After that, moment of bliss with Alexa Bliss, special guest Elias. Uh, he says that he's going to be the headlining musical act at WrestleMania 35. Mm-hmm. Talks some crap about Chicago. Calls New York the greatest city in the world. Yeah. I'm sure he'll be singing a different tune once he's in New York. I really enjoy Alexa Bliss in these segments. I think she's fun. Uh, and then, of course, uh, Noe Jose's conga line, but led by heavy machinery. With Otis. no with no, no, no way Jose to be found. Yeah, it's just Otis and Tucky. Yeah, they come out, and uh, Elias obviously gets upset because of an interruption. Alexa gets up, and she was like, Otis, come on. Give me a break. We rehearsed this 10 times. You were supposed to be interrupting Elias, yeah. You're supposed to come out at the end of the show. Like, I appreciate that. Alexa's really trying to put together something special with this yeah, moment. Yeah, she's of trying place. to put forth the professional effort here, and it's appreciated. <laughs> but anyways. <laughs> exactly. Uh, no Way Jose was part of the conga line. Oh, he was. wearing he was. a luchador mask. Yeah. Attacks Elias. And a cheeseburger outfit of some sort. Oh, okay. And uh, attacks Elias from behind. Setting up match between Elias and No Way Jose, which happened after the commercial break. Not much drama in this match. Of course, Elias won with Drift Away, but it was great when uh, Corey called one of the members of the conga line, NWO Bojack Horseman. I like when they reference funny stuff like that. I know. I like when you refer anything as an NWO anything. We pulled up. Imposter anything. So uh, the funeral I went to is for uh, my mother-in-law, Lacey's stepmom's dad. It was like a really, really great guy. Uh, and we pulled up there, and there was a lady who was kind of in our way in her car, and she looked kind of like Lacey's stepmom, Diane. And I said, what's NWO Diane doing here? And Lacey started laughing. I don't think she knew what I meant. But I was like, whenever there's somebody who's fake. An imposter. Of an imposter. Is an NWO insert name there. <laughs> exactly. Yes. I'm teaching her the lingo. There you go. So that sort of like, know. you could be called an NWO John Cena. Right, exactly. Yeah. Or NWO Mark Wahlberg. Yeah, exactly. Or NWO James Hetfield. Yes. That would all apply to Steve. Yes, exactly. I don't know. You're you're not really an NWO. You're just NWO, maybe like old-timey banker. Maybe. Yeah. Maybe. Could be. An assayer. There's been a couple people, like when I'm playing an assayer, yeah. There could be a couple people. I'm sorry. There's been a couple times when I've been playing Red Dead 2, uh-huh. and Alabama's with me, and she'll point at people and say, that's Larson. You're a lot in that game because you kind of have old-timey look to you. Mm. You're kind of a Jim Dandy. Why don't wear bowlers? <laughs> I think, yeah, I think that sort of means like, you know, not a hardcore dude, not a not a real dude. Oh, all right. You know? well. You're more of a 
a, you know, you have like a shot glass and you don't down it, you sip it. Mm. <laughs> oh, that's not me. I, you know me and my liquor. <laughs> <laughs> that's true. Yeah, no, you might be one of them. You might be one of the more hardcore cowboys if it was the old West times. I don't know. You don't know. Or you might be a banker. I don't know. I'd be a mess. I'd be one of those dudes like on a street corner. You'd be somewhere. the town drunk. <laughs> You'd be able to handle the the stress of old, of old West living. So you just you just pound the booze. Pretty to... much. I'd be the worst. I'd be I'd be like the worst gold miner, the worst prospector yeah. ever. Ugh, this claim sucks. Now I got to go upstream. I went upstream. There's nothing there. You'd sell it for pennies on the dollar. I would. Deal with the hassle of it. I would. Uh, After uh, Elias beat No Way Jose, we got Kurt Angle. He came down the ring. He says, I'm going to announce who I'm taking on at WrestleMania. Uh, There's one person I want to take on just because it would bring me joy, bring me happiness, and that person Mm -hmm. is Baron Corbin. Yeah, he said he made my life miserable as general manager, and now I'm going to make him tap out at WrestleMania. Audible groan from the audience. That sucks. No one wants to see that. Except me. I kind of want to see it. Make it Cena. It's actually one of the few times where they're they're falling through in a story they set up earlier in the year. I don't it's I don't know. That match should happen before Kurt Angle hangs him up before he retires. It should happen. It's it's just reminiscent of like a time when it just wasn't all that like Raw just sucked. Yeah, and when Kurt beats him, it's like the that period is done. Over. The period's done already. McMahon's told no, us it's it not. Was done. Baron's still wearing his his GM gear. He's not going to go back to wearing non GM gear. Yeah, no. I wish he would. I think it'd be great. No, I, I like, like when he GM was like, gear. I like the sort GM of gear. a weird wasteland metal guy, and hair. The hair was awful though. He could never. The, you know the problem with that he could never grow it out now. Yeah, no, it's good. He looks better bald because there's going to be that period. Where it's just here yeah. because there's not a lot going on up here. There's basically none going on up there. So he he could never he could Which he never should. he grow looks much long. better. He looks much better with the head shaved. Oh man. Firm disagree. Um but nonetheless, Kurt says, uh my farewell tour continues. I guess that's what they're actually calling it now, because last week they didn't. Um and so he took on Chad Gable. Oh, that was really sweet. Chad Gable at the beginning shook his hand and said, Hey man, you're it's my an hero. Honor. You're my heroes. The honor is mine. Yep. I love you. It was great. And then he kissed him. It was a great moment. Yeah. Um, solid match. You can definitely tell Kurt's lost a step. However, um, still fun match, though. Kurt ended up picking up the win with an angle lock. Um, the Baron's on the ramp cuts a promo. Hey. Hey. You think you're going to WrestleMania me? I'm going to WrestleMania you. To win. L- to win my- at Mania- WrestleMania. I retire you, BG General Manager, again. I'm gonna, you're not going to be gum. I'm gum, but I want not now. <laughs> but I want not now. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. It was. It was a, <laughs> Timothy Wayne says it was a life vacuum moment. Oh, man. It was, oh, sucked all the life out of this place. Yeah, no, I kind of liked it. Why though. aren't you doing what we want you to do? I kind of liked it, though. Mm. I kind of want the match to happen. I know. You've, told, you've said that. That's fine. Nobody in Chicago agrees. Angie's list is now Angie, and we've heard a lot of theories about why. I thought it was an eco-move. Fewer words, less paper. No, it was so you could say it faster. No, it's to be more iconic. Must be a tech thing. But those aren't quite right. It's because now you can compare upfront prices, book a service instantly, and even get your project handled from start to finish. Sounds easy. It is, and it makes us so much more than just a list. Get started at Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I. Or download the app today. So after that, we had the revival and Baron Corbin backstage. Somehow he roped them into a conversation. Apollo Cruz comes up and he says he he says he wants a match against Baron Corbin, and he starts saying Baron starts trying to like cap on him. Yeah, he's like, yeah, but and he says, is that a yes? Yeah, but is that a yes? Listen to me, is is that a yes? It was good. Yes. It was good. I really liked it. Why don't they let Apollo Cruz do more personal personality I know, stuff? He's got a good personality. I know. I, that, think, that, I think. I think. Yeah. He's he's really personal. I would have rather seen Lashley versus Apollo Cruz to have continued that thing that they did. I really like that. I know. I know. Oh, and man. the last two times he's they've given Apollo mic time. He's, he's done good. really well. Like this. Really well. This was really good. It was really good. And then he said. And then he said something like, he said something like, "No one around here likes you." Yeah. And he says, "What are you talking about?" They like me, don't you guys? <laughs> they just laugh and walk away. Yeah. And he said, yeah, they're your friends, huh? 
That was good. It was, <laughs> yeah, it was good. Lonely Baron. No one likes him. Lone Wolf Baron. Yeah, he is a lone wolf. Uh, after that, we had a Sasha and Bailey interview. It's yeah. funny. I always like when they do this. They come to the ring, and then they cut away to like five different segments. Commercial break, recap, interview. So they just got to be standing around the ring for like 10 minutes. Yeah, they come back to them like, I totally forgot they were in the ring. Yeah, no. I thought they just had an entrance tonight. Yeah, no, because I think they started their entrance out, and then we got the Revival Corbin uh, segment. Yeah, yeah. And then back Yeah, to that's them. how it happened. That's yeah, exactly yeah. how it happened. So they had they an interview back, with, yeah. with Charlie, um, and she mentioned, you know, hey... Uh, iconics have said you've been ducking them of late. What's the deal with that? And they said, no, we're going to be on SmackDown tomorrow. Yeah. So tonight. That's cool. And it's going to be iconic. Iconic. Um, Natalia and Beth Phoenix walks down to the ring. Uh, Beth Phoenix is talking about uh, women's evolution, namely the tag titles, how that's uh, reawoken the dragon within her. Yeah. Um, she says, you know, when, when her and Natalia were a team at the beginning, this was a dream of theirs to be tag champions. It never came uh, came to fruition then. Never happened then. Now's a chance. They challenged Sasha and Bailey to a match at WrestleMania. Yeah. Um, Sasha and Bailey say, "Yeah, but Beth, you sure you want to do it this soon? Don't you need more time to get ready?" That's what Bailey said. Yeah, she was trying to say it without any disrespect, but you know, you've been out of the ring for like nine years. She, the women's division has evolved, mm -hmm. and you're old. She didn't actually say that, but the subtext was there. Yeah, and then. Uh, Sasha said to Natalia, you know, hey, uh, you're riding Beth's coattails mm. to get a match at Mania. Yeah. Natalia didn't like it. Slapped Sasha. <laughs> and then uh, after commercial break, they, well, sorry, they brawled for a little bit. We're separated. Um, and then after commercial break, we had Sasha versus Natalia. Um, pretty quickly into the match, uh, Nia Jax appears on the ramp. Drops a promo, talks a bunch of trash about Beth Phoenix. Mm -hmm. um, and then uh, Tamina attacked her from behind, drove her into the ring post. Dong. <laughs> Laid Did out. you say that out loud? Yeah, it happened. Do. Me too. Dong. Or at least in my head I say it. I actually said it out loud. Uh, and, then, and then she lays out Sasha and Bailey. Ref, of course, calls for the bell. Sasha wins by disqualification. Natalia goes ringside to tend to her friend. Um, and then Nia says, see you at WrestleMania. So mm -hmm. we're at least getting what appears to be a triple threat here. But if uh, with Sasha and Bailey going to SmackDown tonight, and we get the, the Iconics, Iconics as well. involved as well. Yeah, that'll be good. That, that's awesome for the Iconics. That's really cool for them. Mm -hmm. they, I think they deserve it. They need, to get, they need yes. to get them back on track in some manner. I know. Give them the tag titles. Uh, after that, we had uh, Mojo Raleigh talking himself in the mirror again. Yeah. Figure it out. They say potential is something that you, you have, and I hate potential. Figure it out! He's turning into uh, uh, Frank Costanza. He is, man. <clears throat> Serenity now. So, yeah. He's going to go into the ring and say, I got a lot of problems with you people. <laughs> uh, after that, we had uh, Ricochet versus Jinder Mahal. Man, Ricochet. No sign of Alistair Black. This Ricochet. Oh, he's on his honeymoon. Oh, that's right. Oh. What a lovely young couple they that said is. That he was my very short wife. He was uh, conducting business in his uh, in the Netherlands. That's why he was gone. They didn't say honeymoon, but that's we were going to go to Disneyland. But she's not tall enough to ride on the rides. Believe. You have to be this tall, and she's only this tall. They're Rick, they're a lovely couple. They, are. they seem very happy. That's Ricochet awesome. got a great pop. <laughs> yeah, he, he got did. a huge pop. Yeah, he did. Chicago, they know. Yeah. They know what's up. I want everybody in all the arenas across the country to say one and only when they say it in the theme song. I know. One and only. Who do you think does that voice? One of the CFO dollar signs? Yeah, maybe. One and only. Uh, so, yeah, anyways, not a big surprise. Ricochet picks up the one with the 630, but not yeah. before doing a bunch of cool flippy flippy yeah. stuff. Yeah. Yeah. He did brothers. a flippy flippy thing on the outside to all the Singh brothers. Yeah, because the Singh brothers got involved. They held on to him. He was trying to do a springboard move. Ooh. You don't do that. Nope. Don't do that to Ricochet. After that, Seth Rollins and some Chicago Bears inspired ring gear. Yeah. I mean, that's just gone too far. He's a huge Bears fan. Oh, he is. Every, oh, yeah. Every okay. time, every time the Bears lose, oh, he, that's what that is. He tweets, "I hate football." I thought it was all about fantasy football, but no, it's no, no. Exclusively he actually Bears. likes the Bears. Yeah. Okay. Well, good for him. So no, he's, he's like, he's actually, he's a legit Bears fan. He's like a weird Hilton type guy. Then I don't know if he screams Urlacher at the TV, but he probably did. I don't know. Yeah. I don't know. Anyways, he had an interview that was pretty good. Talk about Drew. Talk about Brock. Uh, Mania. He's gonna uh, burn down Suplex City, mm -hmm. um, but he has to get through Drew tonight. He said, uh, "Something about the reason I did what I did was 
I forgot exactly what he said. Yeah. It was long. It was effective. He's a good promo. Honestly, I was just staring at his, at his rig gear. I was like, wow, that's very specific. Even down to the font of S and R. The same font as the numbers on the Bears jersey. I know. It was a very Bears outfit. I agree. It's kind of distracting. Uh, but yeah, I'm assuming he said some of the stuff that was made sense. At the end, I know he says something about burning down Suplex City. I guess that's all that really matters. Yeah. After that, we had uh, Ronda Rousey come out to the ring. She has an angry face because she's a bad guy now. Mm-hmm. Uh, then Dana Brooke uh, gave an interview at Gorilla Position. I already sort of commented on that. Yeah, she kind of fumbled over a lot. She really tries. She tries hard. Yeah. Uh, the match itself was not much of a match. Uh, Dana tries to kick Ronda. Ronda catches her foot. Dana slaps her. That was the end of the day for Dana Brooke. Um, she ate like three knees. Arm bar. She taps. Ronda won't let go of arm bar. Finally does. She shoves a referee. Security comes running down. She punches one in the face. Mm-hmm. Her husband, who's sitting ringside, uh, forearms one of them in the face. Well, yeah, man. That should be an automatic ejection right there. That's an arrest. This, That's a fan doing it. You can't do that. This bugged the crap out of me. Actually, I actually really like the segment in total. I was just furious. <coughs> Rhonda had that arm bar on Dana Brooks. She quickly taps, and Rhonda keeps it on. There's two refs in there, and they're just yelling at Rhonda. Get her off that arm! She's breaking the damn arm! They're scared of her, man. And, yeah, but come on now. There's two of you. There's one of her. Get her off. Dana Brooks' arm is, like, bent backwards. Mm-hmm. It looked horrifying. Mm-hmm. Oh, man, I was yelling on the TV, but I think that's just that's effective. That's good stuff. Yeah, yeah that's what I they're think trying to do. it's effective stuff. I just don't know how Travis Brown was able to walk out of the arena uh, on his own recognizance. He should have been arrested um, for dropping a security guard. Heck well, yeah, man. I know. He's I, a fan. I agree, but at the same time, you got to figure that, I mean, you can kind of kayfabe think that they're back there. Should we arrest that guy? No, we don't want to make... Rhonda any more mad than she is. I think there's there's justification creatively for that. You just don't have to see it's it. It's not up to the, I mean, it's up to the security guard whether he wants to press charges or not. Well, yeah, they can bring it back there and say, do you like your job? Yeah, okay, cool. Wait, are the security cards kayfabe? Are they with WWE or are they with the arena? That I don't know. Oh, interesting. Uh, next, we have Apollo Crews versus Baron Corbin. Corbin. Fun match. Cruz picked up the win after he reversed an end of days into a roll-up. That's the roll-up. It's the Baron's weakness. Baron's weakness. If you do a roll-up or a cradle of some sort, you will win the match. Yep. Um, After this, he had a Batista interview. He was from his home office, and he he was looking very dapper. He had a little vest on and a tie, tie. sunglasses. He looked great. He's going for a really specific moody thing. He is, I know. And I like it. I'm not sure it works in the overall package of WWE though. It doesn't. It totally doesn't because he's he's, he's acting. This is acting class right here. That's what this is. And it totally doesn't fit, but I don't care because I love Batista. Yeah. I think he's fantastic. Yeah. No, I I, I agree. I'm in control now. Look at me. Look at me. I'm in control now. I left and what did I do? Huge Hollywood star. Worldwide fame. Worldwide fame. <laughs> Worldwide fame. It says there's two things you need to know. Uh, first, gosh, what was the first thing? My memory's garbage today, yeah. obviously. Yeah. Two, I'm going to retire. Triple H at WrestleMania. Interview's over. Get out of my office. Get out! He starts yelling at everybody to get out of his office. <laughs> I freaking loved it, man. Oh, he's, he's bringing the, the cinematic acting mm-hmm, performance. Mm-hmm. Love it, man. It's I like his it. brief scene in Blade Runner 2049. I haven't, man, every time, it, man. Meant, every time we bring up that movie, I just kick myself because I haven't well, seen it. Well, go watch it then. Get off your ass and go watch it. All right, fair enough. Go. Right now. Uh, next, we had a broad interview. We did a brief little recap of he destroyed the car that Colin Jost gave him. Holy shit, it's Harrison Ford. Um, and then uh, he said, yeah, he's so mad that he's going to get, and he's going to be in the Andre Battle Royal. So he can beat up as many people as possible. It's <laughs> so bad. I laughed out loud on that. That is so silly. Pretty lousy. Oh, my. This guy was in contention for a universal title, and he's in the jobber match. That's horrible. On the pre-show, yep. And on top of that, I don't know. Either he's going to win it or somebody's going to distract him and everybody will be able to. Or he'll, like, hop over the top rope to go chase after Colin Jost or something, something stupid like something, that. Something, yeah. That's so bad. And on top of that, the mo- the entire motivation for this is so stupid. It's so dumb. But I laughed because it's pretty funny. And then Alexa Bliss comes up to him and says, uh, you can't do that. you got to drop this animosity towards the Saturday Night Live guys. I like this. As host of WrestleMania, I have to make sure it goes off without a hitch. Yeah, she's a professional, very professional. professional operation there. 
and 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 Braun says something like, "Well, I'll give him another chance, and if they make me angry again, they're gonna get these hands." He goes, "No, no, no, let me take care of it." Yeah. So she's gonna get a chance to smooth things out. But of course, it'll backfire. It'll probably be a comedy of errors. I think Raw next week's in Boston, so they might show up. Uh, after that, we have the main event segment: Drew McIntyre versus Seth Rollins. Drew cut a pretty extended promo, but it was good. I feel like he was just asked to kill some time. Uh, but anyways, I'll listen to Drew talk all day because he's captivating. He challenges Roman Reigns to a fight. All the stuff about him, he's saying about Joe. Saying, uh, I'm not talking to Roman. I'm talking to the man. I'm talking to Joe. Mm-hmm. And I'm not, you know, uh, I'm, I'm challenging you to a fight. Yeah. At WrestleMania. Roman is transitioning to Joe. That's what he said in that interview. He wants to be chill, Roman, which is Joe. Yeah. He just wants to be himself. Yeah. Well, I think just, you know, it's playing. And then that, that punctuating line there, which people kind of gasped at. But I thought I thought it was fine when he said, uh, you might have beaten leukemia, but you can't beat me at WrestleMania. Yeah, yeah. Um, because they've made the man, Joe, more more of a story thing mm-hmm. element. Mm-hmm. Because wrestling is so weird. Yeah. And there's a mix of weird real, real life. And, real and kayfabe, yeah. Yeah. Dave, that, I'm not the character anymore. But then, but then Batista won't call Paul, Paul. Yeah. So there's that. That's a real sticking point with you. It really is. I yeah. want to hear. I want to hear him call him Paul. Paul, Paul I want to tell you something, Paul. Uh, Let me ask you something. Yeah. Like uh, three years ago, if Batista just called up Triple H, just a chat. Uh, Hunter calls him Hunter. Yeah, that's what he calls him Hunter. Yeah, I wonder if he calls him Hunter. Or calls him Paul. Yeah. Probably Hunter. Yeah. Yeah. Like how many people actually call? Uh, Triple H Paul, do you think? Well, the big question is Stephanie. Yeah, she calls him Paul. Or she when somebody when somebody's nickname is because I think I think that it's look like I like I just said wrestling is weird. Yeah. Um, but because it's so weird, and because especially somebody like Triple H is so deep into it, mm-hmm. like. I don't know, like, I don't know, like... I'm guessing his wife calls him by his actual name. But it's also, like, if you've known somebody by that, since you've known them, I know to call this person, for example, you, I know to call you Larson. Yeah. Even though and is your real first name. Yeah. And Larson. Yeah, but my my wife doesn't call me Larson. Yeah. Yeah, that's a good point. That's a good point. Even though everybody else does. Yeah. So I don't know. I don't know. Paul. Stephanie calls him Paul. Or the game. <laughs> it's one of the two. It's yeah, either the yeah, game. Yeah, either Paul she or the either, game. She either says, hey, King of Kings, uh, do you want scrambled or sunny hey, side Hey, cerebral up? assassin, do you want <laughs> sausage in your eggs or bacon? <laughs> no, I just want cinnamon toast today, Steph. Steph, cinnamon toast, Steph. Well, you are the game. You are the king of kings. The king of kings. Uh, Seth showed up in the Titantron in his Chicago Bears gear. Um, said some more stuff. I think this is when he said, well, this just goes to show why you deserve uh, the beating you got earlier. <laughs> God, sorry. Kyle Korth in chat says, does his mother call him Hunter Hurst? Hunter Hurst, get over here and clean your room. Hunter Hurst Helmsley. Clean your room. You have disappointed me, son. Son, king of kings. Son of sons. Uh, so, yeah, so that says this stuff like that. That's why you deserve the chair beat down I gave you earlier. I'm going to beat you now. Yeah. Uh, match started. Quality match. These guys always put on great matches. Oh, yeah. Yeah, you can't be mad at this match. No. And then uh, Brock appears uh, at the top of the ramp. Right with- when Seth is about to do stomp. Mm-hmm. Distracts. Seth needs to get over this tunnel vision, man. It's that's part of his. It's like Baron Corbin's roll up. Yeah, his tunnel vision is his Achilles heel. Like he had t- all the time in the world because Brock ain't running to the ring. Nothing's happening. All the time in the world to hit the stomp and win the match, at and then worry point, about Brock. At some point, do you just stop staring? I mean, when you hear music, you just completely divert your attention from what you're be paying attention yeah, to to no, whatever. He need, you know what he needs. You know what he ramp. needs. He, like Lacey does this, and it, it, I don't know how. But she can tune anything out. And she said because she had, I think, like uh, my two youngest, uh, Devin and Summer, so close together, she used to have to tune them out because it would be too much for her when they were younger. And these days, it takes me saying Lacey three times before she looks up from her phone. I'm like, dude, 
you you missed a good joke on TV. And she's like, oh, okay. I, maybe she doesn't like me. I don't know. But but like he needs to be able to tune out mm-hmm. everything. Concentrate what's happening, happening in the ring. In the match. Because uh, Drew takes advantage of the distraction, hits Claymore for the win. Yeah. So We're definitely going to get Seth versus Drew after me. Oh, yeah. And it's going to be great. That's going to be awesome. You want to do SmackDown preview, Steve? Yeah, I don't know about this Roman Drew thing, man. Any chance Drew's going to win that? Um, not right now. I wouldn't, I wouldn't say it's terribly high. Boy, I'm going to have a lot of thing, a lot of things to think about for predictions. Yeah, man. we got a couple weeks yet. All right. SmackDown preview. Yeah, you can go first. This is a long one. Best main roster show on TV. Definitely is. Oh, wow. This is long. Kofi Kingston must win a gauntlet match to earn WWE title at WrestleMania. How many title match are there? What? Okay. Because this is going to take up like an hour, the gauntlet, man. Oh, yeah, it's going to take a long time. Uh, could open the show, I think. Kofi Kingston asked for an opportunity, and Mr. McMahon gave him one. In order to earn a WWE championship match at WrestleMania, Kingston must defeat Randy Orton and Smojo and Thebar and Rowan. Yes, Kingston has to beat all five superstars in a gauntlet match that will start the show. See, Thebar. Yeah, I think that's going to be a handicap. It could be. Uh, that will start the show tonight on SmackDown Live to keep his WrestleMania dreams alive. Or they might do a thing where Thebar comes down together, he fights one, and then once that one's done with, the other so one thinking, hops yeah. in. Yeah. The Dreadlock Dynamos uh, WrestleMania quest started when Kingston entered a gauntlet match prior to WWE Elimination Chamber, lasting an hour in a performance that had the WWE Universe clamoring for Kofi to be given a chance on a bigger stage. Uh, Kingston put on another stellar performance inside the chamber, making it to the final two and nearly dethroning Daniel Bryan before narrowly coming up short. Kingston's WWE championship opportunity at WWE Fastlane was snatched away by Mr. McMahon, and the chairman then baited Kofi into the ring for a two-on-one demolition at the hands of Thebar. Two days later, a fired-up New Day implored Mr. McMahon to give Kingston a chance. The WWE chairman did, throwing down the gauntlet. Can Kingston defeat five of WWE's toughest superstars and earn his place on the grandest stage of them all? Find out when this high-stakes gauntlet match kicks things off tonight on SmackDown Vive at 8, 7 Central on USA Network. The Miz to respond to Shane McMahon. The Miz will break his silence on Shane McMahon's shocking betrayal tonight. Shane O'Mac went absolutely ballistic on The Miz following their loss to the Usos at WWE Fastlane assaulting his former tag team partner in front of both the A-lister's father and his hometown faithful in Cleveland. Shane then doubled down two nights later on the blue brand, accusing Miz of being soft, holding him back, and being unworthy of the moniker best in the world before setting up a match between him and the awesome one at WrestleMania 35. What will the Miz have to say to Shane? I'll say, hey... The Angie's List You Know and Trust is now Angie, and we're so much more than just a list. We still connect you with top local pros and show you ratings and reviews, but now we also let you compare upfront prices on hundreds of projects and book a service instantly. We can even handle the rest of your project from start to finish. So remember, Angie's List is now Angie, and we're here to get your job done right. Get started at Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I, or download the app today. You can host the best backyard barbecue. When you find a professional on Angie to make your backyard the best around. Connect with skilled professionals to get all your home projects done well. Inside to outside. Repairs to renovations. Get started on the Angie app or visit Angie.com today. You can do this when you Angie that. That was rude. Sasha Banks and Bailey pay a visit to Team Blue. For weeks, the Iconics have been calling out WWE Women's Tag Team Champion Sasha Banks and Bailey for showing up everywhere but SmackDown Live since becoming the inaugural champions at Elimination Chamber. The Australian superstars accused the title holders of ducking them. The Boston Hug Connection have heard enough from Billy Kay and Peyton Royce. As they revealed on Raw, they'll be in the house on SmackDown Live tonight. Will the Iconics stick to their words, or will Sasha and Bailey make them regret every one of them? <clears throat> and finally, what's next for Becky Lynch and Charlotte Flair? Becky Lynch and Charlotte Flair have traded verbal, verbal barbs in recent weeks ahead of their WrestleMania Triple Threat showdown for the Raw Women's Championship with Ronda Rousey. The man has been focusing most of her attention on the baddest woman on the planet as the show of shows approaches. 
which has drawn the ire of the queen. As Flair looks to remind Lynch and the WWE Universe that this is her WrestleMania main event, what will happen next between these two bitter rivals? Find out tonight. SmackDown Live, 8, 7 Central, USA Network. Ooh. Let's answer some questions mm-hmm. now. Uh, Brandon Aquino, just 99 cents. Thank you. Uh, thank you. Thank you. Uh, C. Ross, 22, never knew Ronda was married to Liverpool's Who? number one, Ronda Rousey. <laughs> Travis Brown, Liverpool's number one. Uh, uh, go ahead. Oh, let's see here. Uh, sorry, I should have been prepared. Greg Morris, uh, a potential countout idea I posted on the Friendoverse page. Make a 10-match Mania card using existing Mania, existing Mania matches. Cards, titles, wrestlers. That just sounds like a lot. That's a lot of stuff right there. Like the perfect WrestleMania card. I guess so, yeah. Uh, based on previous WrestleMania matches. What is that? I don't know. Oh, this guy's playing Manson. What's his name? Uh, Damon Harriman. But he's also he's from Justified and Mindhunter. Maybe he's oh, playing Manson on Mindhunter. Maybe. Uh, Noor Gangi. Steve, can you say El Idolo in Moro's voice? Oh, El Idolo. Oh, there he is. Yeah. El Idolo, the lovely manager of El Idolo, is on vacation with uh, the, what, are they, what does he call Alistair Black? The, the Dutch Destroyer. The Dutch Destroyer, Ooh. yeah. Ooh, she's like a very short Jack Kirby creation come to life. Oh, my goodness. Sammy Garcia, God, WB, I don't want people at ringside for the triple threat. Do you guys agree? Oh, for the Raw Women's Championship. Like, well, I don't want Travis Brown ringside. I don't want Ric Flair oh, ringside. Oh, no. Don't do any of that. No, the attention should be squarely on the three competitors. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, Jimmy Thomas, Power Rank, who from WWE is going to host SNL the day before WrestleMania? Nobody, but Braun's definitely going to be at Update. Oh, yeah. He That's got to happen. Definitely will. Crowd's going to be all confused. They should have the New Day host. Didn't they already announce who's going to host for the next three weeks at least? I thought they Probably. Had. They usually do that. New Day should host. Um, Jeffrey Nguyen, no comment, just money. Oh, uh, Lil Eris here in Discord says SmackDown in directo, not vive. SmackDown in directo. Oh, perfect. Uh, Rich Hardesty, are we seeing Baron getting X Pac heat? No, that's real heat, uh, man. Yeah, no, he he's got a real. He's got real heat. I don't know. Number one, I don't think it's appropriate anymore to call it X-Pac Heat. I like X-Pac. I like X-Pac too. I wish you call it X-Factor Heat. Because really it was like X-Pac's Because when you hear the music, you were dealing with the X-Factor. You want it to go away. Exactly. Yeah. Oh, this is a good question. Eddie Jose Guevara Menivar mixed two wrestlers to create one superstar. So, wait. We talking about this too, like mid-card wrestlers create a main eventer? Some sort of Cronenberg-esque machine where you can combine two people. This is like a raw gate mutant situation. <laughs> I'm not sure how I feel about that. Exactly. Uh, th- who would you combine with Dijakovic in order to create like ultimate superstar? Uh, who's someone that cuts really good promos? Who's the best promo ever? Ever. Flair, Cena. Cena, probably. Macho Man. Macho Man. Imagine Macho Man level intensity coming out of yeah. Dijakovic. It'd <laughs> be great. FDSM, what's your favorite type of match finish? Finish a drawn out one, long submission, build up finisher, or a quick uh, out with n- oh, quick out of nowhere pin or submission? Uh, it all depends on the story being told. If the story necessitates a longer drawn out finish, then that's what I want. If the story would accommodate a quick out of nowhere finish, then that's cool too. Depends on the story. What? Favorite type of match finish, drawn out one or a short one? Or finish out of nowhere or something that builds to a crescendo. Oh, well, yeah, like you said. It just depends on the story it, it being kinda, told. Right? Yeah, like, so, for example, with Randy Orton, Seth Rollins. That many, yeah, that RKO out of nowhere was great. Oh, it was perfect. But then, you know, then you look at, like, Stone Cold versus Bret Hart. You want that drown-out finish. Right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. mm-hmm. It's all about the drama. Yeah. Uh, Brandon Garza, never been in a Chicago crowd that booed punk chants before. Oh, they're booing punk chants. I think the popular opinion on punk has kind of turned. <clears throat> Well, I think there, there's that. There's also the popular, or the, the I think the wrestling crowd, especially a crowd like Chicago, kind of ahead of the ahead of the curve right there, because. But I heard it during the Batista interview. People were starting to chant that, and then people would boo them down. Um, maybe mm-hmm. they're just coming around to hey, you know, have a little bit more respect for like, mm-hmm. the performers, you know. Mm-hmm. 
but yeah, it could also be like you know because they're a savvier crowd, they might know about the lawsuit, with the whole Cole Cole Cabana, Cabana thing, lawsuit yeah. thing. Yeah. Um, Fig, what's the chances Batista spoils the Avengers? Like he's going to give away the storyline? I don't think Batista's going to spoil anything. I don't think he'd spoil the Avengers unless he did it like on accident during an interview. Uh, the friendo Richie Rich. When did Beth Phoenix become a dragon? Thought she was the Glamazon. No, she just said there's a dragon within her. Yeah, but what, I, I thought the same thing. I was like, oh, is that was she like Steamboat? Did she have like a dragon costume because oh, I, I wasn't really paying attention when she was active. Yeah, really. I don't believe there's ever a dragon associated with her gimmick in any way. Okay. Charles Ford. Dave attacked Rick to get his WrestleMania match. Who did he attack to get James Gunn back for Guardians Three? That's a good point. Uh, whoever is up, uh, I got. I remember. I thought I remember the name of the Disney exec who's who pulled Bob, Bob Igor. Uh huh. You think it was him? Pff, right there, Batista bomb. Give me I, what I, I want. I read a thing on. Uh, yeah, I know. Um, I think it's the Atlantic about James Gunn getting rehired. Apparently, they decided on it months back. Months ago, yeah. And they just didn't announce it till That's recently. Right. Yeah. That's kind of crazy. I mean, doing a DC movie and a Marvel movie. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. It's kind of cool. Mm-hmm. I, I popped big when I heard that, man. I was like, thank God cooler heads prevailed. Mm-hmm. That. Boy, what a what a crap move that was. Mm-hmm. Hollywood Hulk Logan. If not Demon Balor, what Balor, What color Balor are we getting for Mania? Um, Let's say Pewter. Oh, we haven't seen Pewter in a while. Gold. Yeah, I was, I was thinking that too. Gold. Like shiny, super shiny gold. Yeah. Like gold and white, so it matches the Intercontinental title when he wins who's got it those? Who's got the gold boots? Mandy Rose. Yeah, like that level of gold. Yeah, shiny gold kick pads. Boy, that'd be with something some else. white and blue trim on it to match yeah. the Intercontinental title. That'd I think that looks awesome. spectacular. Uh, Greg Morris, uh, with, both, with you both wondering which match won't have a happy ending, I think another reason Becky wins is if she doesn't... The first two Rumble winners lose at Mania. I think that's probably low on their list of priorities. I don't think they're going to care if, if... if Oh, yeah. I don't think they're going to care about that. Yeah. Um, let's see here. Oh, okay, this is a good question. Mr. Sinister. Kayfabe reason why Seth Rollins still hasn't learned not to get distracted when someone's music hits. Um... Well, I think we we've determined that as part of this, just his character is as easily distracted. That's it. Yeah, I'm not sure what a kayfabe reason could be. It's just every I, I kind of appreciate that certain mm-hmm. certain I mean, he has really sensitive every, ears. Like every wrestler, really well. every wrestler should have their Achilles heel. Mm-hmm. Every wrestler should have that one thing, and they've established that very well with Baron Corbin. Oh yes, I love that. And Seth is easily distracted. Yeah, I think that makes sense. Uh, let's see here. Uh, let's see. Uh, Blake Whitehouse. So is Raw Creative just buying time for Braun until they can send him to SmackDown in the Superstar Shakeup? No, I just think that they they. I don't know. I don't know. I honestly don't know with Braun. I think it's one of those things where he's in a weird position where it's obvious they don't want him. They don't think of him as the main event, mm-hmm. but he's too big a personality and a character to relegate to like a lower tier feud. Yeah. And so they give him the celebrity spot, Yep, which kind of is like the worst spot to be in because you're not going up or down. Yep. You're, you're just not, you're, you're just kind of spinning your wheels in the middle. Yeah. And I think that's perpetual. I think he's probably going to stay on Raw, to be honest with you, unless they try to really make SmackDown to be a tentpole attraction show on Fox. Um, uh, This one got upvoted a lot. Hey, friendos, do you think Raw often feels a bit dry because there aren't any real good main event promo guys? Because as much as I love Seth, I really think he's a four promo, especially if he has nothing to work with. For the rest of Raw, I don't think there's anyone on the show that wouldn't have their pants pulled down if they had a promo against a top mic guy like Cena. Um, who's the best promo in the WWE? Well, it's Joe right now. Joe. Joe's the best promo. Daniel Bryan does really killer Kevin promos. Owens is really good. Kevin Owens is really good, but but he's been neutered with this face thing. Yeah. Um. 
uh, New Day. They're really good. I mean, Drew's a really good promo. Drew is a really good and promo. And we got a good promo last night from him. Seth can be a good promo, but I think he's right. Seth doesn't really, he just kind of has the most generic motivation to work with. Yeah, I agree with that. Um, Nightcrawler says here, to be fair, besides Miz, Owens, and Joe, who wouldn't get embarrassed by seat on the mic. Miz did get embarrassed by seat on the mic. He had cry face. He had cry face. Yeah, super cry face. face. I think the only person. Even Roman had cry face. Yeah. yeah. I think Owens could avoid cry face, and I think Joe could. I think mm-hmm. maybe Drew could. Mm-hmm. I think that's about it. Double T takes me to task for my Shawn Michaels math. Says, hey guys, I know you keep talking about uh, uh, no wrestler breaks the math, but didn't Shawn Michaels break it already? Because, well, he should beat eight or nine if you take Larson's bias out. Isn't he closer to a four? What? Considering his look was average, his promos were mediocre, and his legacy has to be a bit tainted. From being so awful and abusive backstage uh, and the fact he vacated 90% of the titles he won because he hated his coworkers and didn't want to lose. That was during his first run, but it's by all accounts, the second run, he was a complete professional. Yeah, nobody cared. And the thing is, like, <clears throat> look, you got to look at his legacy. He's he's going to be one of, he's one of, what, three two-time Hall of Famers now mm-hmm. with this with this class. Mm-hmm. Um, every wrestler that... I think we did math on him. It was a seven plus anyways. <laughs> yeah, he's seven plus. Every wrestler that grew up on Shawn Michaels, like, this is part of legacy. Every wrestler I grew up on Shawn Michaels wants to be Shawn Michaels. Yep, he is the Ric Flair of his generation. He is the Ric Flair of his generation. A four? You're insane. Yeah, that's insane. We'll do Shawn Michaels math right now. Ring eight or nine. He's a freaking nine, man. Uh, promo. He's probably like a... What we, I don't know what we gave him last time. I would give... Look, I, I think this is low. I would give him a solid... You cannot say he's any less than a five. Yeah, I was going to say five or say six. You can't say he's any less than a five. I'd give him a six. Uh, look. Well, look, I mean, I agree that look is probably average. It's probably five. Yeah, five or six. Like, give him a five. Legacy, that's at least a nine. That's a nine legacy, dude. Everybody loves Shawn Michaels. I know, look, I get that he was a dick behind the scenes. Yeah. But, I don't know, if Bret Hart could make good with him, then anybody could, you know? Mm -hmm. Mm Mm-hmm. And on top of that, on top of that. Legacy is his kind of redemption story that he's And he's turned it around with the being Mr. Grandfather NXT. Yeah, yeah. Uh, kayfabe. He was book strong. Book pretty strong. Seven or eight. At least a, I'd give him a seven. Let's just for the benefit of the doubt of this. Yeah, yeah. Right here. Twenty six plus. Because like he's gonna be a seven plus. He's seven plus. Yeah. Four. What are you talking about? <clears throat> I try to set aside my biases when it comes to doing going in. Me raw too. Math. I, I call try it right I, down the middle. Minoru Suzuki wasn't a ten. When we did our math. So you know right there that I set my biases aside for doing the math. I don't know. You're, you still have your seat of biases. That you are it's not a bias. Aside. It is. It's not a bias. His look is not a nine. Look, man, I'm the guy around here who does all the design for the show. I know about look. I know look. Look is nine. It is not. It is. new. No. In fact, the math is probably low on him, to be honest with you. No, it's way too high. Um, and just because you have one five-star match doesn't make you a nine wrestler. Okay. Um, Omega Theory on at this point is there a reason to watch Mania the way they're building up the matches is the most backwards way and now Raw is unwatchable again maybe I'm getting bored at WB now yeah. there's matches on the card that have a lot of potential I'm more me. excited about Mania than probably last year although the, the prospect of sitting there watch, trying to watch 17 matches thing. it's going to be a slog man oh man and not because there aren't going to be good matches because they're trying to pack so much and so many people on the card that we're going to be sitting there for 10 hours. I don't think it's going to be a... I, okay, so I, here's the thing. I think it's going to be a fast-paced show because there's so much going on. But, yeah, sitting sitting there. That's why I'm going to get a recliner, man. Between now and Mania, I'm getting a freaking recliner. Antonio Rodriguez, who makes a return at Mania to top the Hardy Boys pop? I don't know if anybody to return to would top that pop. We were there for that. That was great. Yeah, it was pretty huge. Uh, Mr. Dope wants us to do Kurt Angle math. I don't think we've done Kurt before. All right, in ring nine. He's one. He's one of if not the best technical wrestlers in the history of WWE. He put oh, some I'd, great I'd matches. Give him, I'd give him an eight. An eight? Yeah. All right. Promo. It's a great promo. Yeah. In his heyday. Him, I'd give him a seven or eight. Seven promo. Look. Looked like a wrestler. Yeah. He looked like an American wrestler. <laughs> I'd give him a six for look. Yeah. Legacy. So his legacy is always going to be, what what could he have done if he, if he stayed in WWE and didn't get on the, you know. Go to TNA. 
Yeah. Well, let's let's and just have all the drug issues and stuff. Well, let's 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 also well. I mean, it's a strong legacy. It is a strong it's, legacy. It's over a six, probably yeah. a seven legacy. Angie has made it easier than ever to connect with skilled professionals to get all your jobs projects done well. I absolutely love this because you know, if you own a home, it can be really hard to maintain. It's hard to find people that can help you for a big project or a small. Well, whether it's in everyday maintenance and repairs or making dream projects a reality, it can be hard just to know where to start. But now, all you need to do is answer that and find a skilled local pro who will deliver the quality and expertise you need. Angie has over 20 years of home service experience, and they've combined it with new tools to simplify the whole process. Bring them your project online or with the Angie app, answer a few questions, and Angie can handle the rest from start to finish. Or help you compare quotes from multiple pros and connect instantly which means you can take care of just about any home project in just a few taps. Because when it comes to getting the most out of your home, you can do this when you Angie that. Download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I dot com. You ready? Showtime. On May 3rd, summer starts with The Fall Guy. Let's do it later. Let's drink a spicy margarita. Make some bad decisions. Yes! Audiences are falling in love with the most entertaining film of the year. Fall guy. Fall guy. Fall guy. That's what the poster said. See Ryan Gosling and Emily Blunt in the movie critics say exists to make you happy. Trying to make it out? Because nope. I don't either. It's not what I'm into right now. What are you into? Talking. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the Fall Guy. Only in theaters May 3rd. Read it PG-13. Yeah, we'll put seven for that. Kayfabe. He's always book strong. It's got to be an eight little kayfabe. Yeah, I'd give him eight kayfabe for sure. Seven, seven plus wrestler. Yeah, that sounds right. Yep. Seven plus for Kurt Angle. All those guys are going to be like seven plus. All those guys. All the greats are seven plus. All the greats. Are you're seven entering plus. legendary status when you're above seven. You're plus. entering. You're you're at Mount Rushmore when you start. Yeah. You know, you're like Flair, Cena, Macho Man, Macho Man. I mean, that's a great three fourths of a Mount Rushmore. Mm-hmm. You know, who was next? I know we had Ray really high. Jericho's pretty high. Oh, and Jericho. Jericho should probably be. He high. was almost an eight, I think. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, that's a hell of a Mount Rushmore right mm-hmm. there. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> yeah. Could do a lot worse. Yep. Um, Four Inch Fox. Hey there, friendos. Is it too late to add John Cena to the retirement match at WrestleMania 35? How would you put Cena in the match? Thanks. Much love. Uh, I mean, there's a way around it. I'm assuming it's Kurt Angle's retirement match. Just uh, you can do something silly with Baron, like if, if <clears throat> yeah, you could do something silly with. Um, that. If Baron loses to Chad Gable next week, then the following week, let's assume uh, uh, Kurt Angle comes out and says, "You can't beat anybody. You're not worthy of this match." Something, and then uh, he'll say, "Well, you know, I'll just do an open challenge, essentially, at Mania." Bang! John Cena shows up. Mm-hmm. Similarly to how John Cena opened Kurt Angle's open challenge on SmackDown years ago. Yeah. Yeah. That'd be great. Let's do that. Yeah. Uh, Tim Morris, no raw question as it was boring, so I turned off after the Angle match. Um, Tanahashi math, please, as he's better than Cena. No, he's not. His looks higher than Cena. Tanahashi looks amazing. Um, His ring gear is amazing. Yeah, it's pretty good. It's good. Strong seven. Tanahashi's <laughs> at least an eight. In ring, he's at least a nine, if not a ten. He's had more five star matches than John Cena has. Yeah, maybe. He's a um, solid eight there. Promo, I just don't know. Yeah. The air guitar thing's cool. I dig yeah. that. Yeah. Uh, look, that's at least a nine. He looks amazing. Yeah, it looks pretty good. K Fabe and Legacy are tens. Well, yeah, strong eights. Tens. Good There's eights. your bias. I don't, I don't know what you're talking about. You're extremely you know, biased. I'm not trying to throw around to give ten, hand out tens willy nilly. He's arguably. He also, did, he also did it in the number, arguably, maybe number two promotion the last couple of years. You know, but was it even, you know, it's on the grandest stage of them all. Oh, Tokyo Dome's pretty grand, man. Yeah, it's not WrestleMania, though, is it? It's pretty close. But I mean, as close yeah, as you get yeah, to WrestleMania. Well, without the, you got to knock a couple points off every category because you're not in WWE. That's not true. Totally true. It's not true, man. Absolutely. You can't do it in WWE. So you're saying me, it's not telling me that if, if Luthez was put on the greatest matches ever, was a, was a, the greatest promo ever, that he'd get knocked out a couple points because he didn't do it in WWE. Yes. WWE. BS. Correct. BS. Well, WWE wasn't a thing back then. I know. So, you know. 
But yeah. Well, then, but we, <laughs> for the most part, Flair did most of his work outside WWE, and he shouldn't be punished because I he know, didn't work for WWE. Which is why we knocked a couple points I'll off. Get out of here with that. That's ridiculous. If you did all that in WWE, it'd be a 10. Get out of here with that. Strong 8. You are full Look, I, I don't know why you're mad. Like, there's nothing wrong with Strong 8. You're trying to dole out 10s left and right. You don't do it around. I do. I do all tens to people who deserve tens. It's like the opposite of Meltzer. If it's a, if it's in Tokyo Dome, you get nine. I know you have you have this WWE bias. Well, who <laughs> wouldn't want to be a WWE? They pay you the most money. Somebody somebody told me that I'm on the payroll. Yeah, you are. When I was, You're on the till, man. I was saying, and I was like, you know, what? did you see the response? No, because they were calling me out. They said, Steve, f you, because uh, you know why should they hire Dana Warrior? To their thing. Oh. And I just responded with, why are you just calling me out? Larson felt the same way. Yeah, I do feel the same way. It's because people know I don't generally respond on Twitter. Yeah. <laughs> no, it wasn't on Twitter. It was in YouTube comments. Which oh. Like even a bigger we don't. Neither of us really respond to that <laughs> I stuff. Know. I only do like one once a week or so when I just want to, when I, I don't know, when I feel like it. The Dana Warrior thing's funny to me though because it's like, I don't know, man. Is there is there a business? What, do you, you want WWE to start taking advice from randos like you? As long as business doesn't suffer if... Due to whatever, did their, did their stock go down because no, they, they I think hired it's fine. Dana the Warrior? quality shows suffered. No, yeah. Um, Jay Sean Lawrence says, "Can you guys do going in raw math on this trash raw?" It was just middle of the road. Yeah, I mean, our community tab already did, already did the job. So for it's us. it's four point sixes across the board. Yeah, that's what it looks like. Yeah, that's good. I guess so. All right. Anyways, we got Truth Exposed today and, and overrun. Ooh, Truth Exposed. Do you have a video for us, Steve? Yeah. Or Patrick Spark. See Mason in the dark here in chat. He agrees. I'm with Steve. A 10 isn't worth S if you dole them out left and right. I don't dole them out left and right. I agree with Did you. Did I give Shawn Michaels, I who I think is the greatest in-ring performer of all time, a 10 in-ring? No, I gave him a 9. I saw it in your eyes. You wanted to. Anyways, thanks so much for watching. We appreciate everybody. Yeah, patrons, stick around. $5 or not, we get to watch it. Overrun. We're going to do Truth Exposed. Until next time, we'll talk to you guys later. Bye. Be a part of Going In Raw today at patreon.com forward slash Stephen Larson. Starting at $1 a month, you can enjoy Going In Raw ad-free, gain access to the daily 30-minute Going In Raw post-show, exclusive merchandise, and so much more. Support Going In Raw today. Click the link in the description. Angie's list is now Angie, and we've heard a lot of theories about why. I thought it was an eco-move. Fewer words, less paper. No, it was so you could say it faster. No, it's to be more iconic. Must be a tech thing. But those aren't quite right. It's because now you can compare upfront prices, book a service instantly, and even get your project handled from start to finish. Sounds easy. It is, and it makes us so much more than just a list. Get started at Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I. Or download the app today. Angie has made it easier than ever to connect with skilled professionals to get all your jobs projects done well. I absolutely love this because, you know, if you own a home, it can be really hard to maintain. It's hard to find people that can help you for a big project or a small. Well, whether it's in everyday maintenance and repairs or making dream projects a reality, it can be hard just to know where to start. But now all you need to do is answer that and find a skilled local pro who will deliver the quality and expertise you need. Angie has over 20 years of home service experience, and they've combined it with new tools to simplify the whole process. Bring them your project online or with the Angie app, answer a few questions, and Angie can handle the rest from start to finish. Or help you compare quotes from multiple pros and connect instantly, which means you can take care of just about any home project in just a few taps, because when it comes to getting the most out of your home, you can do this when you Angie that. Download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I dot com.